Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sanderlanch podcast. Today, we are doing our final planned baby break episode. So the last time, hopefully, that you guys will be stuck with just me and uh, accompanying me is... It's Joe. Yeah, maybe maybe this will be the last time. But hey, I bet you guys are loving this, right? <laughs> How could you not? We're just so great. Yeah. Uh, so today... I came up with an idea. I wanted to stick sort of on theme with what we've been doing. So we're departing a little bit from the strictly Brandon Sanders and stuff today. What we're going to do is I have found a bunch of one-star reviews for books that Joe has read. He gave me a list of books that he's read, and I took some more, and there's some that we've talked about on the show. And so there's there's an interesting mix in here. And uh, I'm going to read some one-star reviews, and he's going to have to try to guess what book it is based on the review. And then we can talk about and laugh at the crazy things people say about these yeah. books. So it'll be a little trivia for me. That'll be fun. So if that doesn't interest you at all, come back next week and we should hopefully be running into uh, getting back to Elantris. But hang on to something, everybody. The Sander Lynch is about to begin. From Omega to Mars, from the council to the city of Spars, from the reaches of space. To the pillars of a sorry grace There are battle warmaterians Lacking in humility Julians are bragging about the reach and flexibility The clutter of the city spreads To the lowliest stars But no matter what scars you bear Whatever uniform you wear You can fight like a Krogan Run like a leopard But you'll never be better than Commander Shepard Okay, yeah, so I've picked... I don't even know. There's several books here, and for most of them, I've picked. I've got like several reviews that I tried to arrange in such a way where it's like you get more hints about what it is as we go. But some of them are also in here just because uh, they're so ridiculous that I wanted to include them. So there'll be some sure. of that too. So this is this is great. So you you picked some reviews because you told me a little bit about what you're doing, but you said also that you picked some that that I haven't that weren't on my list. I'm trying to remember everything on your list. Um, yes, I'm pretty sure there's at least a couple things on here that weren't that I know that you've read that weren't necessarily on the list. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, well, this will be fun. And and hey, listeners, you can play along too. This is this is gonna be fun. Yeah. In fact, I, I I don't have the list that you sent me right with me, but I think the very first one we're gonna do uh, was not on there. So, uh, but it's also oh, okay. I, I only found one usable review for this, and it should give it away immediately. So this isn't gonna be <laughs> as interesting as some of the later ones. You- but yeah, <laughs> that's why you started with this one. Yeah, so that's wait, why we're you, starting you with said, this one. hey, you said uh, you said that it wasn't on my list, but you know that I've read it. Yes. Interesting. So well, I'm, I'm, let me bring up the list again just to make sure maybe I'm wrong. Let's see. Yeah, no, not on there. OK, so but yeah, this one, this is the the easy pitch, the the uh, first pitch of the game. OK, being thrown out ceremonially because it'll be super easy. So Zia, Z-E-A said nothing happened in this book i'm gonna give it one star though for the beautiful epilogue and the immaculate humor i would still recommend this for anyone who needs closure after reading this trilogy this is a great stepping stone to the rest of the series i just think it could have been better this will make you laugh it's a fun read it's just not as special as some of the other books why such a low rating it is blatantly boring the dialogues did not improve this is tragic because a big chunk of the book was just pure dialogue I found myself skimming most of the story because the chapters are full of fillers. This book is a filler itself. That's it? Yep. And uh, you said this comes from good... You didn't say this from Goodreads. Goodreads? Okay. 
I it's a trilogy. It's a lot of dialogue. I okay. I, well, the line that was, I would still recommend this for anyone who needs closure after reading the original trilogy. Oh, oh, okay, okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, so it was a trilogy, and they wanted closure, so it's number four. Oh, okay. So are we talking about are we talking about secret history? This is secret history. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? I don't understand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so secret history. Wow. I, it's it's sad that she feels that way. But again, this Zia person. I think we talked we've talked about this. I think in almost every one of these review episodes we've done. This person apparently doesn't like event like doesn't like dialogue or character development. They want like stuff to happen, like events to happen. And it's like, if you're reading Secret History, you already know what happened. Like, some of the stuff is going to be new because Kelsier is there and we're seeing it from his perspective and we're getting some behind-the-scenes looks. But, yeah, it's, it's probably mostly going to have to be dialogue to explain what's going on. Plus, I think there was some cool stuff in Secret History that um, we wouldn't have seen otherwise, like all of his conversations with Ruin, mm. um, him meeting the scholar and the map guy yeah uh chris and nas were the yeah chris and nas so uh (laughs) so funny to me that this person gives that one stars uh, one star because i mean i think it's pretty good pretty good secret history i liked it a lot see i think we talked about and i think there was some disappointment in the group also because there's not that much that happens that well that you didn't already know was going to happen you're like oh we're getting all these secrets but the actual stuff is for the most part stuff that we already knew happened. We're just seeing it from a different angle, right? So I can understand yeah. from that perspective that they're like, oh, nothing happens. I don't know that I agree that it's almost all dialogue because there is large sections of secret history where he's actually alone and just like thinking to himself. I guess you yeah, could count that as dialogue. I don't the, know. Oh yeah, wandering yeah, out, wandering in out in the mental place or whatever. Yeah, I don't think that that's. And I think one of the most interesting things that happens is when he <laughs> he travels to that castle. And then is able to steal the orb and stuff like that's that's actually some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. And that's all new like that. We knew yeah. nothing about that. So. No. Yeah. It's completely new. But yeah, I, I like secret history. I mean, maybe there's some disappointment there. But at the same time, I have to think from the author's perspective as well. It's like he doesn't want to like screw up retconning anything that he's doing. Mm-hmm. So he's got to work within the confines of the story that he created if he deviates too much or if there's too much extra stuff, then we may kind of lose the crux of what's going on, like where where in the story we are. Because there are some times in Secret History where you're kind of like, OK, where is like when is Kelsier now? Like, where is he in the story? So I feel like he probably did that an appropriate amount. But, you know, we always want more. Right. We always want to we always want to peek behind the veil a little farther. So but no, I <laughs> that's an interesting review. It, t- it took me a minute to figure that out so on the other ones i i usually have maybe even maybe as many as five reviews laid out so i won't like give you as many hints uh gotcha. to point out things and i'll just let you think and then if you want to yeah. move on to the next review we'll move on to the next to get more hints so so that was our only brandon review i'm guessing maybe maybe not <laughs> I, I mean oh i guess i read the 11th medal so i'll keep that in my head too and then also the other stuff the yeah okay Somebody suggested I read you like uh, Elantris one star reviews. I'm like, but we just started that book. That'd be really yeah. discouraging to hear like all these people saying mean things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good idea. Could do that after. Yeah, right. Okay. So next book, the title of this review, this one's from Amazon, is not worth the read. And the review says this book starts out fast paced 
and then goes to sleep after the first chapter and never wakes up. Honestly, it reminds me it reminds me of a really reminded me of the middle of Star Trek the movie when they encounter Voyager and are stuck on the ship. Great action before and after, but not this book. It was a total waste after the first chapter. Save your money here. Hmm. So I'm trying to think of a a book series that started out fast but then slows way down. Well, this one is just about this particular book. Right. So, is it, so not necessarily a series. It yeah. might not even be a series. Who knows? Yeah, it might be a standalone. I don't even remember. Like, I sent you that list after reading fantasy titles online and saying, oh, yes, I read that one. I read that one. I read that one. So I don't even remember <laughs> all the ones that I sent you. Um, I guess I could pull it up, but that may, that kind of feels like cheating. Hmm. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm just going to take a guess. I'm going to say... Uh, Divergent. Oh, that is not correct. No, not Divergent. Okay. I have to say on this one, uh, the reference to Star Trek the movie made me laugh, but I'm a big Star Trek fan. I hate that movie. It's a terrible, <laughs> terrible movie. Yeah, the original motion picture. Yeah, yeah. why would you Why would you say that? Well, yeah, that, that movie's no good. <laughs> Wrath of Khan, that's good. Yep. Wrath of Khan's good. Voyage Home is good. Yeah. First Contact is amazing. Sure. I also I actually really like Generations. I know a lot of people don't don't dig I don't, on it. I don't, I don't dislike Generations. It's not my favorite, but I don't, yeah. I don't hate it or anything. So. And then I actually Insurrection does kind of feel like a long episode of the show, but it's not yeah. terrible. I can see that. And Nemesis then, is bothers me in, <laughs> yeah. in many ways. There's there's a lot of problems with Nemesis, but I still like it. Very Honestly, young, uh, Tom Hardy in that movie. Weirdly, uh, and I don't even remember, I think it's five, the one where they go and meet God, that one I kind of enjoy even for how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, Star Trek five, and I'm going to look it up. But it's like Spock's brother wants to steal their <laughs> ship to go and meet God. Five, worse than one. Yep, five. Anyway, okay, you want you want the next one of those? Yeah, let's let's keep going. I've I've I had divergent in my pocket knowing it's not that. So we're going to move forward. Okay, so the, this is another another Amazon one, and the title of this review is a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote that says, "People do not deserve good writing; they are so pleased with bad." And then the uh, the content of the review says, "This author's attempt to impress the masses with an overabundance of adjectives and adverbs demonstrates weakness in this nearly insufferable mangled mess. Readers likely feel challenged by the perceived sophistication of the author's constant and most obvious referral to the thesaurus to complicate simple descriptions." They would have been they would have brought more value to the story by using fewer simple words. Skip the book. Watch the movie. OK, OK, so skip the book. Watch the movie. So there's a film of this and it's somebody that uses a lot of adjectives. I'm going to guess I'm going to guess The Hobbit. Mm, good guess. Uh, I, I think the adjectives make sense for The Hobbit. That is not correct, though. OK, OK. Uh, OK, here we go. Here we go. This is the third one is also from Amazon. It says misleading title. I read this whole series. Not a single story about gardeners with shaving problems. Still don't get why it's called name of series. Leave that part out. Wait, wait, what? Okay. So not a single gardener with shaving problems. Yep. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I cannot, uh, I cannot think of what that would be in reference to at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, is this, can I ask a question? Is this one of the ones from my list? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Weird. And it's a series about a, what? It's a series, but it's not about a gardener with a shaving problem, despite the title. Oh, okay. 
Wait, what? I didn't. <laughs> oh, 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 I got it. I got it. Harry Potter. Okay. Uh, that would make sense with with this review. But <laughs> so, you gotta be, we're, we're going to get so more I gotta specific, be though. More specific. So, yeah. okay. So somebody said the first chapter was action-packed? Yep. I'm trying to think. I mean, five has a lot of action in the first chapter. So I'm going to go with... with uh, I'm going to go with the Order of the Phoenix, I guess? Good guess. No, that is not the one. Okay. I got I got one more review for this one, so we'll see if if okay. that sheds light. I've narrowed light it down at least to yeah. HP. So Gardner with a shaving problem. I figured the, the, <laughs> I, I did it, not. You gotta wrap your head around it at if, some point. I don't get uh, I don't get the gardening thing. What does Potter have to do with gardening? You know, you're pot you're putting plants in pots. Oh, I guess. I guess you could be making pots if you're a Potter. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, that's that's what like before when I was a kid before I'd read them. I think our aunt gave me one, and I was like, Harry Potter? Why do I want to read about a Potter? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So this th- this one is titled The Little Engine That Could, Couldn't. Everyone is going on about how great it is. Well, here are a few problems. Large sections of the book were pointless and just a page increase tool. The ending, colon, stupid plot device. Main character's ethics are shaky. Deaths. The deaths were more so she could say there were deaths than for actually accomplishing anything and then change in canon some of the changes in canon were not only stupid but completely insane honestly the book was trash i don't want to spoil it but it just can't compare to the first five i suggest you read the book just to finish the series but the book just doesn't cut it okay well that (laughs) that helps give it away yeah uh that's gonna be the the half-blood prince but i don't know it's not the half-blood prince what wait the first five isn't that what she said? Yeah, but then then it says I suggest you read it to finish the series. Oh, okay. Well, then it's the seventh. Yeah, I I, I like I, I like part of the reason I kept this one was because they said the first five and I was like, oh, that'll throw them off. Yeah, it throws me off. <laughs> I mean, come on. This uh, person doesn't even know how many books there are, or maybe they just don't like the seventh book, and so they 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 did include hey, it. it like, this I feel like those. I feel like the seventh book, especially for a person well, who's sixth book, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's true. I guess the seventh book actually could is kind of polarizing because I mean most people I know have read it that like Harry Potter have read it and be like, oh, it's amazing. But I have had a few people like say, oh, this was not, this was not good. I know a lot of people who get really bored during the forest part. Yes, yes. But I will say the first chapter is not that action packed. I mean, they're at a they're at a meeting, I think, right? Like the they're at like a Voldemort meeting, a Death Eater meeting. Yeah, I think I think it must be the first. I, I think I assume rather that they're talking about like basically up to the part of the wedding where like yeah. stuff goes down. Up and to the part where he gets to the Weasley house and then things are yeah. So yeah, I, that's probably okay. what it is. Well, there you go, Harry Potter. Those reviews were so terrible I could not identify even what they were talking about. <laughs> oh, good times, good times. Do you okay. do you agree with any of those reviews in any way? You know. I I I I like I love the seventh book actually. I read it, I think in one night uh, before it came out because it it leaked online and that's right. That I, was I downloaded like it. Leaked. Yep, and I read it like that night in the middle of the week. And I was I mean I was in college, yeah. so I had to go to class the next day. But uh, I was like, yeah. no, I'm reading this book, and so I liked it a lot. And the and maybe it was just because I originally read it so fast that the 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 forest part being kind of slow didn't bother me. Right, I really you got I, through it. Right. I really think that 
people's main issue is really that we've had six books of this is what these books are about. Harry goes to school. Stuff happens at school. Right. It's resolved. Harry leaves school. All of a sudden, you don't have that same pattern to fall back on. So it feels very jarring that it's like mm-hmm. we, we, we spent six books doing this over and over. And now we're not doing that. What are we doing? I kind of like that. Yeah. I felt that it worked to shake things up and make make everything kind of unsure, like what's going to happen in this book. Like I have no frame of reference at this point and the characters have no idea what they're, what they're doing next. So I feel like it gets across the point or the, the feeling that she's trying to get across, but I can also understand why it bothers some people. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely get that. Like it's comforting, right? It's so like the first six books, it's comforting. Harry, Harry's a wizard. He goes to school. He has to deal with teachers exams, some kind of mystery he's got to solve. But he always has, like, clues and things to help him. And, uh, you know, it's comforting. And I think, really, the comfort ends, and, and this may have been her whole, her whole thing, the comfort ends when Dumbledore dies. It's like, yeah. he dies, and then it's like, uh-oh, what are we going to do now? Right. Because I think, up to that point, Harry was like, well, I'm not going to have to do this by myself. Dumbledore's, Dumbledore's here. He's going to help me. He's helping me figure everything out. And he'll be there to and like they went to go get that Horcrux together. So he probably thought, yeah, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get all the Horcruxes together. We're going to and then we're going to and then we're going to take down Voldemort. It's going to be great. And then, you know, he dies. And it's like because like you can't have what happens in the seventh book of Dumbledore. If Dumbledore's still alive, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not going to work. So. Um, so, yeah, 100 percent. I think the things, honestly, that I like in the seventh book the most while we're digressing on Harry Potter some more uh, is is all of like the letters and book excerpts and all these behind this, the scenes things that Harry's finds that like inform him about from perspectives he may not have like gotten before. Those yeah. are really cool to me. Even like the Rita Skeeter book excerpt that he reads and all that other stuff. And it's just like, yeah, this is, this is actually really interesting. So yeah, I like the seventh book quite a bit. Makes sense. Okay. Let's go to the next one. This one is, I think this is an Amazon one. It says the movie is probably good for me, but the book stinks with a capital S tried to read it twice each time got further, but to, but to T O childish of a story I read in the paper, it was a rush job for the author's daughter or it was their granddaughter movie made millions. Think about it. It don't take a lot to please some people. One star, not low enough. Give me back my money. Hmm. It was a rush job for the author's granddaughter so that would make me think uh that would make me think tolkien but i don't don't know that he was like close to dying when any of those books came out hmm i'm just gonna go for it and say return of the king nope not that one not return of the king okay okay next one this is another goodreads one i believe and this person says no i haven't actually read the bloody book dnf'd done i'm so done the writing is horrid and boring. The characters weren't memorable. I couldn't even bring myself to read one chapter from the dang book. I had to get all my answers to my homework from friends. Yes, elementary school move, but what could I do when this was what I was dealing with? If you want to remain sane or not go completely off the deep end, I'd strongly recommend staying away from this book. By that I mean, try to send it off to Pluto or something. I hate this. Yes, I will probably try to read this again because I can't bear to have a book that I at least haven't read completely. I mean, I'm surprised I haven't DNF'd Bridge of Clay, but we all can safely assume I'm not going to be updating my current reading for that book in a long time, a long time. 
author, please raise yourself up from the dead and grab your freaking piece of literary garbage after that chunk, after that chuck it into the flaming hot embers of hell for all I care. Just do something to get rid of this garbage. Interesting thing, I, before you say anything that I will note about this review, is nothing in this review is capitalized, not a single letter, until garbage, and that is all capitalized. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going <laughs> to stick with Tolkien here. The only book I remember that we were required to read of Tolkien's, at least at our school, was The Hobbit. So I'm just going to say, I'm going to go for it and say The Hobbit. It is the Hobbit. Woo wee! Let's. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> wow. Uh, this kid. Uh, this kid did not like the Hobbit. I, no. I get it. I mean, if he had to read it when I had to read it, which was eighth grade, I can. I, I liked it in eighth grade, but I'd already read. I think some of the Lord of the Rings by that time. Mm. So I, I kind of had the tone for it already. But I, there were guys in my class that were just like, "Oh my God, why are we reading this?" Honestly, I always like The Hobbit better than Lord of the Rings. I yes. feel like it's a short, like, succinct, to the point, simpler story than The Lord of the Rings. And so it's like, if I want to reread that, I can go reread The Hobbit real quick, and it's fun. It's yeah. harder to reread, like, The Lord of the Rings trilogy, so. Yeah, I agree with you. Also, I feel like sometimes Lord of the Rings, because it has so many characters, it's like, mm -hmm. it's like it's hard to focus on who you who you want to like follow in the book because honestly and 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 this is just my personal opinion i don't really like frodo i don't really like sam aragorn's cool boromir's all right till he dies gimli legless they're all right gandalf's awesome but like you know there's too many characters to get behind in that book and like in the hobbit it's just like you got you got bilbo you got the dwarves which mm -hmm. in the books they're treated a little more they're, they're not quite as fleshed out, I feel like, as they are. A lot of them the are films. not. Yeah, yeah. And then you got Gandalf. So it's like you're mainly caring about Bilbo and Gandalf. And it's like it's it's more of an adventure because like Lord of the Rings is this epic like thing that's thrust upon Frodo. And 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 while The Hobbit is epic, it's more of just like this this halfling's going on an adventure. Um, yeah, it, it's it's so much his story to the point that when you get to the battle of the five armies, he gets knocked out and <laughs> right. the entire battle. He's Yeah. There's not a whole entire portion of the book devoted to the battle. Like there is in the films where there's a whole entire film devoted yeah. to the battle. Yeah, exactly. It's just, he, he gets knocked out. He wakes up, the battle's over dwarves won, and, and we, and we move on. He goes home. And the home journey is just like two pages. It's like, yep, the journey home was easier. And then he got there. Yeah. You know, I had all this treasure. Nobody, tr nobody tried to kill me for whatever reason, but it was all good. That was nice. Yeah, I love not being killed for a while. Yeah. Uh, should I read the remaining two just because yeah. they're fun? Let's okay. let's do it. I want to hear because <laughs> I want to see how obvious it gets as well. So go for it. So, Melak on Goodreads says, "I hate this book." I rarely say I hate books and reviews, but I hate this book. Hot garbage. Terrible storytelling. I cannot believe it's a classic. I wanted to get into various fantasy series this summer, and Game of Thrones has been great, but this book was horrible. I feel sick every time I remind myself I had to read it. Completely overrated. Interesting. Interesting that Game of Thrones is more interesting, or is, because uh, I feel like Game of Thrones, I feel like nothing happens for over half the book. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of setup, basically, uh, to disperse all of the all of the Stark children, so... That's yeah, that's interesting that uh, this person enjoys Game of Thrones more. I think The Hobbit is is a uh, I think The Hobbit is a superior piece of literature to uh, 
to maybe the first Game of Thrones book, at least. Uh, and the reason I, I feel like that I put that at this point was because it's it's like I cannot believe it's a classic. So it being called a classic kind of narrows down what uh, it might right. be. Yeah. So last one, the last one I put in here just because it's so ridiculous. So Kevin on Goodreads says, imagine if you will. A long, gloomy walk in the countryside with an elderly, slightly dotty, but lovely relative who insists on stopping every two minutes to describe a tree at length or stroke some moss. For the first mile or so, you patiently walk alongside, nodding cheerfully in all the right places, and even do a bit of moss stroking yourself because you're nice. But the second mile, your mind's elsewhere and you're wondering what's for tea. Then it all goes dark. You've lost track of time. You're staring at a pair of clenched trembling mossy hands around a shovel the hands are yours where's granny she's face down in a ditch the hobbit nearly put me off literature for life <laughs> wow just wow let me let me just say you know there are some people there are some great authors that are very good at painting word pictures but classically and this is classically those authors took a lot of time to write out detail so that you could form a great word picture in your mind um sometimes i get it sometimes that can be kind of like okay i get it he's in a forest with spiders let's move (laughs) on like i like i i understand you know but at the same time sometimes i read those i'm just like that's amazing that this guy like could write all this out the fact that he drew all these maps and then did all this work put behind this piece of fiction it's not just like squiggles like the maps aren't just squiggles it's like you know details he creates this whole concept of middle earth and then if you go read the silmarillion it's like he builds this epic story about how it came to be like when you think about all that stuff don't you feel like kind of a dickhead to be like stop describing trees (laughs) like uh you know it's very it's all a guy who does this probably too much as well who i actually do get frustrated who's a classical author is Charles Dickens. Dickens is a big describer mm. of like down to people's buttons on their coats and things like that. So I get it, but come on, man, the Hobbit's great. Shut your mouth. I like Dickens when I was in like junior high or high school. And then like in the last few years, I've gone back and reread like tale of two cities and Oliver twist and stuff. And I was just like, or no, not Oliver twist. I've never read Oliver twist. Great expectations is what the one I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, these are not, I, I, I'm not enjoying these. Like, yeah. It, it, they, they don't feel interesting to me. Uh, I don't know why. Well, I think A Tale of Two Cities is really only interesting the first time you read it, at least in my opinion, because there's a lot of unknowns. But it's like, once you reread it, it's just like, well, I already know what's going to happen. And it's more about like the drama. I feel like that Tale of Two Cities is like the drama of the French Revolution mm. um, told from the perspective of a family. And, you know, when you get to the end of the book, it's kind of like, well, that didn't go so well for everybody. But, like, the French <laughs> Revolution didn't go well for everybody, so. No, it did not go well for anybody, more or less. Yeah. Okay. Okay, next one. The first review is from Amazon, and the title is, Don't know if this is the greatest review, but I could not finish this book. And then the content is, Don't know if this is the greatest review, but I could not finish the book. It seemed to drag. Too much, quote, unquote, first person emphasis and the storyline seemed to wander like the author could not figure out what he wanted to write about i was not impressed hmm okay so first person and if this reviewers to be believed the author is male huh let's see first person fantasy books Hmm. trying to think i guess 
I guess I'd have to go with Name of the Wind. Is that first person? I okay. So technically, it's first and third person. I think because oh, okay. the the wraparound is third person, but yeah, when yeah, telling yeah, yeah. his story, it's first person. That's true. Because that makes sense. Because he's telling it to Chronicler, so it's totally yeah. It's first person when he's doing that part. So yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna go for it. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Name of the Wind. Nope, that is not the one. Okay. okay. So the second one, I don't know if this will actually reveal anything, but it was just so funny to me. So this person says the author uses comma too many uh, with the wrong two, by the way, comma, commas, comma. And it makes me (laughs) comma. uh, I'm sorry. And it makes reading comma a chore. That was the title of the the, the thing it says. And then the, the content says, I don't mind the cliche narrative mechanics. After all, a genre fits into a genre because it has those genre specific elements. My biggest problem comma with the book comma is the comma author's use comma of commas so many comma commas i'm an hour or so comma into the book comma and comma i just can't continue every time i get comma a flow comma going comma an onslaught of comma misused comma commas comma breaks my stride if that paragraph was tough to read imagine trying to wade through an entire book written like that (laughs) okay so <laughs> I don't remember an author that uses a large, a particularly large amount of commas in their work. But no. now I have kind of two different ones in mind. I'm just going to stick with uh, King Killer I'm gonna, and I'm going to say uh, The Wise Man's Fear. Interesting guess. I don't really know if he uses a lot of commas. I'd, I've never noticed if he does, but no, that is not the right one. Okay. Okay, Here, here's the, the third one. The title is also from Amazon, Lame Series. And then the content is lame money grab series that will drag for as long as the sheep throw money at it. Period. The end. That's that's the whole review. <laughs> yep. Okay. My other guess, um, because I guess the Dresden Files are are in first person. I'm gonna say Stormfront. It is Stormfront. Hey, I got it. Good job. <laughs> I didn't know. Jim, does Jim Butcher use a lot of commas? Is that a thing? I don't. I really don't know. I, maybe he does, and I just never noticed. I've sometimes felt like when I'm writing, I use too many commas, so it may not be something I pick up on in other right. people. Dresden Files, Stormfront. I guess we're all sheep if we enjoy that series, which I do. Lame money grab. We'll drag on for as long as the sheep throw lame, money at it. Lame money grab. Yeah, that was another book I almost uh, – this was before we started recording that I mentioned this before. I almost bought uh, the Codex Lyra book one, but I think it's on my Kindle already, and then also uh, they didn't have it. They had book three and five (laughs) and four, but not two or one. Three, four, and five are good. Uh, I think three may be my favorite. Like, the first one is definitely the weakest of that series. And then the second one's starting to get good. And then three is where I'm like, okay, now this is what I came here for. Yeah. So in the pantheon of the Dresden Files, where does that fit in as far as chronologically? When when Stormfront – I have a copy here. Hold on. Stormfront was published – uh, 2001 or 2000. 2000. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, 2000 because 2020 was the 20th yep. anniversary. First so, printing yeah. April 2000. Yeah. Yep. So, so how long has Jim Butcher been around before that? I think that that was his first published book. Wow. Okay. I I mean, hey, if that was my first published book, I'd be pretty damn proud. That's a good book. Well, I don't know if you've heard the story about how that came to be. So it's interesting. Both actually, both of these series have interesting stories behind them: uh, the Codex Lyra and the Dresden Files. But so he's he was in a writing class in college, and uh, he did not agree with what like the teacher was this published author, like a very successful author, and she's teaching this class, and he feels like she's just giving like the most trite 
like cliched advice on how to mm. compose your book. And so he decides yeah. that he's he's going to show her. He's going to put together a book or maybe just, you know, the first part of a book, whatever the assignment was, that follows every single rule that she's given him and just show her how ridiculous and 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 trite <laughs> that is. And so he he writes up the first bit of the dress of Stormfront and she she looks at it and she's like, "Yeah, this will sell." I mean, you know, I need some work, but uh, this this could be your first sale. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. And so, yeah, he uh, and so much of it is like him tweaking his nose at stuff that she said. For example, he's like, I want to give like as he's working on this book now and he's, uh, you know, writing stuff, rewriting, whatever. He's like, I want to I need somebody here to give some information that Harry wouldn't have. So he's going to have like this assistant or something that knows like these details of how magic works or the history ah, of magic or whatever. And that's how he comes up with the uh, with the skull, huh? Yeah. But what she says is, That's fine, just don't make it a talking head. And a talking head is, is <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they use the same, you know, they use the same parlance for television when they do yeah, those exactly. cameras. And so then shots. like he, he brings back and she's the part with Bob and she's just, like gives him a look and is like, Really? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> what about a literal talking head? Here you go. But the other, uh, the Codex Solera books, that's interesting because it is based on, he's like talking to some author friends or something. And he said something like that. He thought like any, it, it, it wasn't ideas or concepts that were like bad or overused that, that like it's the writing. Like anybody could make, take some concept that's supposedly no good and or overused and make it good if, with good writing. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, whatever. You're full of crap. And he's like, OK, no, go ahead. Give me like the most overused or the most like uh, the the dumbest concept and I'll show you. And it ended up being a, a combination of two concepts. He's like the, the guy was like lost Roman Legion and Pokemon. <laughs> OK, and that that was the, the basis for what became the Codex Valera books. Wow. Well, there you go. Everybody, there's a, we we got some Jim Butcher history here on the Sanderlanch. Sorry if you're not a fan of uh, Jim Butcher, but right. he's good. And I mean, I was looking because you were asking when Storm, like Stormfront came out 2000, the second and third books came out in 2001. Both. Yeah. And then 2002 was the next book, 2003, 2004. But in 2004, also the first Codex Alera book. And then 2005, the second Codex Alera book. 2006, Deadbeat, and the third Codex Alera book. Like he was putting out. Book, book, yeah. book, book for a Dude long right. time. Uh, yeah, his last couple of books have now, come out but... slower. Yeah, but yeah. if you look at his average, he's still averaging like a book a year at this point. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. Did you have one more for uh, Stormfront? Uh, let's see. Did I? I think I had two more, and they're pretty short, so we'll do them. So yeah, let's, let's listen. This guy uh, on Goodreads says, "I think I'm an anomaly here because I don't really like this book. It was just, and I was gonna just I say main character, but I can say it now. It was just Harry getting beat up." or threatened there was no humor to alleviate the misery and i found it all a bit boring not for me mm, so this guy wanted rockford files with a wizard that's what it sounds like well I, it, it kind of is rockford files. no i i totally agree with you i think uh i think harry has plenty of witty uh witty comebacks when he's getting the shit kicked out of him yeah like that's his thing is he gets beat up and he oh man rockford files i like uh, i like what's his name uh james garner yeah james garner he's fun Okay, the last one is Harry Potter on steroids, and I hate Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. Very childish for my liking, and after the first book, couldn't handle the pain of another. If you like Harry Potter and want something a little more grown up, this might be the ideal book for you. 
I wonder if he's saying that just because they're both wizards named Harry or. I saw one review that that was it was one star and that was their complaint was that it was another wizard named Harry. And that was ridiculous. <laughs> why is that? Why? Why is that so ridiculous? I mean, <laughs> it's a name. Yeah, I don't. It, it's a very common sort of name. So I don't know. Yeah. Oh weird. my gosh. Okay. But no, I, I think Stormfront's great. If you don't like Stormfront, I don't know what's wrong with you. It's it's not the best one of that series, but I, I like no, it. No, so. but I mean it's the intro, so you got to start there. Okay, so this one is a new book. The Amazon review of the title is Gah, and then the review starts Gah. It was so bad, so very, very, very bad. Main character is the worst character and should fall down an open manhole. That's it, eh? Yep. Huh. <laughs> uh, wow. Main character sh- is terrible. Um, they could be talking about Kvothe. Um, a, lot of pe- a lot of people don't like Kvothe. It's true. Yeah. I guess the main character... I'm trying to think of other ones that I mentioned. I don't really like Katniss that much. Mm. So, mm, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with The Hunger Games. Well, the first one, is, is that one actually called The Hunger Games? Sorry, I'm trying to... Uh, yes, that's the, the, the only I one that I've that. read. Okay, oh, that's right. Yeah, you hadn't read the other ones. We talked about that. No, it's not that. Okay. Okay, second review. The title, it's again from Amazon. It says, Boring Story and No Command of the English Language. I found this novel very frustrating. The story starts out promising enough, but it quickly turns into something boring and lame. And to add insult to injury, it's not even written in English, but in some kind of pseudo-English slang in which the rules of grammar have been tossed out the window. For example, the author has an irritating habit of using who instead of whom, even in places where the missing M is not only grammatically incorrect, but also rhythmically jarring, as in the case of, and it's a quote, who I would have hated anyway. Maybe somebody should give English lessons to them so that they could learn the difference between subjects and objects. Okay, so somebody who's a grammar snob has said that this book has bad grammar. Also, the grammar in the final sentence here, I, it was so bad that I had to fix it to read it to you. Uh, so <laughs> so the grammar snob has bad grammar. Great. Yeah. Uh, I'll just go back to the name of the wind. Nope. Okay. I don't know. That, I don't feel like he has grammar problems. But no, I don't maybe. either. But uh, I'm having trouble coming up with anything else. Okay. Third one. All hype, not so hip. Disappointing. With all the hype and publicity this book got, I was really expecting so much more. Maybe that was the problem. I was expecting something. Why was I disappointed? Then they have a four-numbered list. So first, juvenile. Granted, the book is really for teens and young adults. The plot is literally juvenile. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows has, quote, darker undertones than this book. Second, forced humor. In the first few chapters of the book, the author tries to, quote-unquote, humanize the protagonist by making them comical. It was so obvious that I wasn't even able to manage a forced smile. But as the book progresses... Though, like the series, the author improves in planting humor to the point that I even chuckled a couple of times. Three, misleading cover. With the cover art, you'd think this is a gothic novel. A big no. If you're expecting something dark like Robert Bolano's 2666, you're dead wrong, pun intended. You're better off picking an Anita Blake as it'd be closer, save for the slight porn, to getting your dose of blood and gore. Though the setting... (laughs) The way that it is written is surprisingly sunny and light. Fourth, snail's pace. The pace is really slow. It only picks up in the last four chapters. If it were a tad bit slower, it would not be progressing at all. Overall, I'd suggest, I'd still suggest for you to buy this book. The only reason being it is essential before reading the next books in the series, which have more depth 
and the characters begin to have character. If you're into Harry Potter, Anne Rice, and Sweet Valley High, this book is for you. If not, um, then it's not. Uh, okay. Based on the series <laughs> and the talkingness of the series, I'm going to go with Divergent. Nope. Not Divergent. Okay. Not Divergent. <laughs> this, this one's a short one. This one's from Goodreads. RJ, the Slayer of Trolls, said, Friend's wife gave this to me, and so she said I give it a try. Cracked the book and read the first sentence. And then there's a quote. So, um, okay, like, my name, like, is totally like, and then the name, okay? And it says, okay, I may have exaggerated here. Threw up in my mouth, returned book to owner. Hmm. Not super helpful. Trying to think here. So this is still on the same thing as the main character's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, first book in the series... The Lightning Thief? No. Although, now okay. I'm trying to think, does, does, does Percy Jackson talk like that? Like, my name is totally I, I, like Percy. I, I don't know. Okay. I'm, not, I'm having trouble coming up with the totally like and stuff in the book. I don't remember reading a book like that, but we'll see. Okay. We'll see if you can get it from the last one here. The Crimson Fucker on Goodreads said... <laughs> uh, sweet, sweet name, bro. Yeah. Trying to read this book for the last two days in public is like being a teenager on drugs and trying to hide it. Today, I even had a little chat with a friend on how to hide it from people and exchange some ideas with him. He's planning on building a jacket for his hardcover copy. But regarding the book, I am speechless with this one. This is beyond my typical WTF. This, this, OMFG. Is this shit for real? Every sentence on this book makes me want to grab a dictionary and bitch slap the writer. Is like my brain can process this kind of mental abuse? Seriously, with every word I read, I can hear my brain screaming, why are you doing this to me? I mean, English still complicated to me, but did she really said, and I quote, I was in danger of being distracted by his livid, glorious face. It was like trying to stare down a destroying <laughs> angel. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god, I, I I told you to strike this book from the list. <laughs> that's why I put it in the thing. Oh my god, that's amazing. So, yes, I have read these books in high school. Here's uh, – look, I'm not going to make excuses, but I'll, I just want to tell you guys the background of why I read these. You know, all the girls in the school I, – I was I was a teenager when when the books came out. All the girls in the school were reading them. They are like, oh, they're so good. And I was like, I don't think those are good. And they're like, you don't know. You haven't read them. And I was like, okay, I'll read them. And then I was like, hey, look, I read all the books. They're not good. Uh, anyway, well, that, that quote pretty much seals it, but I, I, I would say in the defense of the book, the, the main character does not say totally like any, (laughs) at any point I was totally like, blah, blah, blah. She doesn't, that, that doesn't happen, but we're talking about Twilight. Yeah, that was Twilight. Yeah. I mean, hey man, when you're looking at a hot vampire, what else are you going to (laughs) do? There's actually a book written where she flipped it, right? She wrote the same book, the first book, but she switched all the genders. Oh, really? Well, not all okay. the genders. So the main character is a guy and the vampire is a girl. I thought you meant that she flipped it where it was like she wrote the same book from Edward's perspective. And I'm like, of course you know that. You're reading it on that YouTube channel. No, no, that that's not flipping genders. No, she, she literally like – so the main character's name is Bella, and I think she flipped the gender and then named her – named that character Bo. And instead of Edward, it's Edith. Mm, uh, okay. So I don't know if she did that so boys would read it. I don't know. I don't know what the point of that was, but uh, 
but the ending is different. So I had to skip over a couple of uh, of clues in there where like somebody mentioned <laughs> supernatural creatures who feed on blood in one of them. Sure. And then there was one that was like, it's set in Seattle. And I was like, oh, that's probably too much. I'm not going to give that away. It's uh, not set in Seattle, person. It's set in Forks, Washington. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What do we got? Uh, let me find the next one here. I'm trying to decide if I want to go through all the ones I picked. We were almost at an hour, so maybe we won't hit all of them. Ah, oh, let's do it. You know, give them the episode they want. Okay. Okay. Let's see. All right. Next one. This is uh, from Joey on Goodreads. Quite possibly the most infuriating book I have ever read. The storyline is immense and one of the most original I've ever come across, but the way it is written is pretty poor. There are a few typos, which I won't blame entirely on the author, but there are also grammatical errors and sentence structures that are a bit iffy. In terms of the storyline, such a wonderful thing to behold. Creative, indulgent, quite amazing. Such originality, it's a shame that it fell into the mind of someone who can't tell us quite tell a story in as captivating a way as one would hope for. It seemed to drag on without much happening in stages, and at other... It felt like it will, yeah, It went too fast to even understand what was happening. The pace was off, though intriguing. The characters were another problematic area. A mixed batch of unusual and quite annoying characters mixed up in one, some of whom were rather two-dimensional at points, and others just plain annoying. Personal preference, perhaps. But isn't that what reading is all about? I don't dismiss the series completely. I would like to know what happens, if only to know. This author reminds me of even Irvine slightly, with the way it's written, and I hope that I... Found like I found with Irvine's books that they improve with each one in the series. I was slightly disappointed because with such a brilliant storyline, you would think that perhaps more care could have been taken with everything else. Tempted to give it three stars, but really it was too much of a disappointment for three. The book cover is enough to give it another star, but that hardly counts. Hmm. So they like the book cover. Of course, I don't know where this person is and cover. Yeah, like who knows which cover? On, <laughs> yeah, depending on what publishing companies distributing it and. All of that. Um, I want to go. Uh, I want to go with the Lightning Thief. Nope. Okay. Okay. Dana on Goodreads says I made the mistake of reading this immediately after reading China Melville's Perdido Street Station, which is like eating a stale Little Debbie's cupcake after a slice of the richest, most magnificent chocolate cake you've ever had in your life. The characterization was so painful I couldn't even get through it. The premise and the quote-unquote magic system are creative, but that's the only praise I can offer this book. I eventually threw it at a wall. Okay. Premise and magic system. They say the story's good. Hmm. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Divergent. Nope. Not Divergent. Okay. Okay. Edward on Goodreads says, Queasifying amalgam of bad theology, cliches, and preposterous action sequences set in a bland, quasi-medieval monoculture. Don't believe the hype. Okay. Quasi-medieval monoculture, bad theology. Game of Thrones? No, although that totally would make sense yeah, with that. Yeah, that, 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 that's what made me think. Carolus on Goodreads said, um, did I really read the same book as other people here? A juvenile, shallow, rom-com caliber fantasy with terrible pacing, which reads like fan fiction of a video game? Wait, what? Yeah, fan fiction of a video game. Um, okay. Hmm, that one's harder. Uh, magic, but there's a magic system. I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go with uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Nope. Okay. Rom-com caliber fantasy. Maybe. I could... Maybe, I, I, there's well, not like, there's it's no not like romantic a ro- romantic thing in the line. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that piece. Uh, okay. 
Last one, and I honestly don't know that this one's going to be enough to give it away. But Okay, uh, well, we'll figure it out. Sarah says, shockingly bad. Spent 80% of the book waiting for something exciting to happen, and the last 20% wishing it wouldn't. That's it. Oh, that's it, huh? Yep. Uh, okay. I'm trying to think. You, uh, We did The Hobbit, but that kind of makes me think about Fellowship. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Fellowship of the Ring. Not Fellowship of the Ring, although okay. that 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 does make sense. We spent eighty percent of the book waiting for something to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I don't want to give up here. Give me give me some hints. What do you what do you got? I, I'll give you a big hint because okay. it, it also is explains some of why this wasn't as easy. Gotcha. It, it, I had to stretch to find good one star reviews for this book because we have already been over one star reviews for this book. Oh, this is one of the Mistborn books. Okay, so I'm just gonna go with Final Empire. It's the final empire. Okay. All right. There we go. I didn't. I, I didn't expect that. I didn't think you were gonna throw that in. Yeah. That's why I was like, I gotta put that in. I gotta find some because he won't be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's do. Let's do this one next. So Miriam on Goodreads says, "I gave. I give up. I fucking give up. After four weeks of struggling through this book, I have decided that life is too short." How it ever became a beloved classic is beyond me. I tried so hard. I trudged, trudged, trudged through the through pages laden with this, this author's flowery prose and bogged down in descriptions and details. It was painful, very painful. Mm. Now that I mean, they're, they're they're talking about it being a classic again. Mm-hmm. Fellowship of the Ring. It's yeah, this one is Fellowship. All right. Yeah. Well, classic, descriptive. I think we know Tolkien's bag. Yeah, and I, I thought maybe Flowery might lean towards Name of the Wind, but Classic kind of pulls away from it. So I, that one yes. I, I kind of yeah. suspected would be easier. But let's uh, yeah. the, the the other ones on this one are mostly pretty short. So the second one here is I think it's humorlessness. It's the humorlessness that grates on me. Sure, the author does twee and playful. These are not the same thing as funny. A plodding irritant. <laughs> oh man, I it's funny to me. I guess like and and you know people are expressing their opinions that's what reviews are for. Right. But it's funny to me like how <laughs> how um jaded people get. It's like I don't understand why this is a classic. It's like well maybe maybe the problem's not the book. Mm. You know, maybe maybe it's you. <laughs> No, not everything is going to be for everyone. Of course. Yeah, there's lots of classics that I don't like. So Sure, sure. Like, books, uh, movies, like I, yeah. I, I, I can't stand um, the Casablanca. I hate that movie. It's uh, it's not a great. It, it's got great moments. It's not a great story or film. But yeah, I totally get what you're saying. I, I'm not a huge fan of Citizen Kane either. <laughs> I've never actually seen Citizen Kane. So. It's it's good. It's, I think it's more idolized by people who like film because of the. Because of the new filming techniques that it employed, like it, they did stuff in that film that they'd never done on film before. Mm. But it's, you know, it's all right. But uh, I'm trying to think of a classic book that I really don't like. It's hard for me to read most Jules Verne books. Yeah, uh, I can see that. I'm not a big fan of Jules Verne, any of them. I read The Mysterious Island, and it was kind of a big disappointment. Um, yeah. On the other hand, I freaking love uh, Dumas books. Those are some of my favorites. Yeah. So well, yeah. there's a and, classic and that like, I adore. 
Exactly, exactly. And it's not like it's not like you know I have to like Jules Verne because it's a classic. But I also am not going to take a shit on Jules Verne. Jules Verne's an amazing author. Mm, yeah, it's just not you know maybe not for you whatever. Right, it's, it's not not for me. Okay, next one was from uh, and this is about the same book. There's a couple more for this one. So V on Goodreads says I can't believe I'm about to say this. This was truly a disappointing reads. A few things. One. 30% of the book is comprised of descriptions of trees. I didn't know there were so many ways to describe a damn tree. <laughs> Number two, nothing happens most of the time. And by the time it did, I didn't care. Number three, the first fantasy novel where I didn't believe or feel any magic. Not one spark. I am heartbroken at how disappointing mm. this was. Yeah, Fellowship, if you if you didn't read The Hobbit, Fellowship's a tough read, man. I think I read The Fellowship first. I think I read yeah. The Lord of the Rings trilogy first. I know I started it first, but I don't think I finished it until after I went and read The Hobbit. Fellowship, I don't know. It it, it can be pretty tough sometimes to get through it. The last one. This is great. Despite my better judgment, I decided to give this one a try. I really don't enjoy his writing style, and I'm not the biggest fan of fantasy to begin with, but I stuck with it. It took me forever because I just don't care about any of it. Dear God, just shut up. You throw out all these names of people and places that have no context, and instead of creating an epic fantasy world that I want to live in, you just confuse me more and make me want to shoot everyone with one of Legolas's arrows and then throw myself into Mount Doom because this shit is boring. Why am I still <laughs> reading this, you may ask? Because I hate myself. And I am in a competition. I am a completionist. I started it. Must finish. But I really don't want to read the other ones and i don't think i will it's just too much there are a million other things i would rather read and i just don't have the patience to sit through two more of these abominations of quote unquote classic literature i started it in may it is now december hey man it's not for you i get it some people uh don't dig on it honestly uh the coolest part to me in fellowship is when they go into the forest and almost get eaten by trees and that's not even in uh in the film so <laughs> oh my gosh I'm sorry, there was another one that I included here not to read to you if you didn't figure it out, but just because I have to read it because it's so insane. Do so it. This one's for Fellowship. This Mark says, and it's important to remember, his name is Mark. It comes up at the end. Mark says, fuck, this is just too mind-numbingly mind boring for me. I want to say that I understand why this book is so influential and beloved, and though it makes, and though it made me puke my guts out, I can see and understand its importance, but I can't. This book is boring and sucks so many dicks that it should be retitled The Fellowship of the Cock Gobblers. Grievance the first. The first hundred pages cataloged the worst episode of my super sweet 16 ever, following Dildo Baggins as he does 500 boring things and the narrator tells you about 5 million boring things. When I turn 111, I'll do everyone a favor and skip the party and just kill myself. Grievance the second. Once Frodork is finally on his way, the book continues to be boring. He walks boringly through the woods with his three cum buddies, singing horrible song after horrible song, and nothing happens. Even meeting elves and being chased by black riders is told with such little drama or revelation that it is just as entertaining as hearing about which hobbit inherited what from old Dildo. Grievance the third. Anytime a hobbit does something, they have to sing about it. Taking a walk? Sing a song. Taking a bath? Sing a song. Eat some food, sing a song, shit your pants, sing a song. All the while, nothing is still happening. Grievance the fourth, hobbits just suck, and I defy anyone to uh, to intelligently counter that. This was the worst book ever. Some people add an R to their names as an homage after reading this. I will subtract an R from mine to show an undi as a show of undying hate. I henceforth will be called Mac. Oh, wow. He, uh, he really took it to a sexual place, didn't he? Yeah, he really did. <laughs> I, but, 
<laughs> he has three cum buddies. Really? Come on, man. What are you like, fifteen? Yeah, exactly. This feels like like a fourteen year old wrote it to be uh, cool. Oh boy. Look, man, it's not for you. I get it. But you know, you're not gonna call the guy dildo baggins. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, okay. Next book. <laughs> I spent a long time on that one, so we gotta go. Uh, it's fine. On Amazon, on Amazon, this review is entitled "Honestly Boring." This book isn't very much fun to read. It's a lot of exposition, some overt bigotry, and altogether too many plot lines. Overt bigotry, too many plot lines. Uh, Game of Thrones. No, but that would make a lot of sense, actually. Mm-hmm. This, this, the second one is just so stupid, I had to put it in here. It's not going to help in any way. The title is One Star, and it says, I thought this was free from my Amazing Prime. Wait, is it, What? It says one star, and then I thought this was free from my A-M-A-Z-I-N, Amazin Prime. I thought that, this was free, so he's said he paid for it? I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> okay. They're, they're, they're like, why is it costing money? I thought this was free. With I, I assume they mean Amazon Prime, but it's just right. funny that it came out Amazing Prime. Prime. <laughs> that, that'd, be like, uh, that'd be like Optimus Prime's final form, right? Just like, yeah. I'm Amazing Prime. <laughs> See, that one just made me laugh, so I had to include it. Yeah. Um, oof. Well, I guess I got another guess. Yeah, sure. Any, uh, Go for it. Too many plot lines. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm, uh, I, like, I'm literally standing in front of my bookshelf as I'm thinking about <laughs> this. I feel like, I feel like, I want to say Name of the Wind, but I don't feel like there's a ton of plot lines in there. I'll just go for it. Name of the wind. It is not. I feel like there's a lot of small. Pl- we talked about this before. Like it's basically right. like a series of small stories. So right. I can see it being a lot of like small plot lines, one after the sure. other, but not intertwined really. Yeah. Oh yeah. I also forgot that I've read the Princess Bride and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love yeah, the Princess Bride. Now I'm looking at my bookshelf and like all the things that I've read. I should have done this. I was at work when you asked me what I'd read. So mm. now I'm actually seeing. Oh yeah, the case of the man who died laughing. That was actually a really good book. I don't think I've heard of that. It's uh, it's about a detective in India. Hmm. Uh, what's his name? I think I think Raj actually mentions him in Big Bang Theory. Uh, That's funny. Vishpuri, from the files of Vishpuri, most private investigator. Most private. Interesting. Yeah. You know, but going back to Princess Bride, I think it's one of the few books that I think is better than the movie. Or yeah. Like no, that's not. I'm sorry. Not one of the few. Most books are better than the movie. Right. But. People love that movie so much, and I still think the book is better than that movie. Oh, it's it's way better. It's almost um, – it, honestly, I, I think the reason I like it so much is because it reminds me a lot of uh, that uh, Simpsons writer's books. It, it, it's kind of got a similar yep. like joking yeah, tone um, about yeah, the, the whole the, thing. The John Schwartzwelder, like Frank Burley detective books. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I really like uh, – I think that's the re- reason I like it the most. It's it, it's kind of what I was talking about in that other episode that we did about how like I like like footnote comedy and stuff. There's yeah. a lot of comedy in that that doesn't translate to the movie because it's like right. There, there's a footnote about like and I removed a whole chapter here that was all about how many hats she was packing for the trip to this other country and there's a lot of stuff about hats and other clothes and it's just really funny and you can't put that right. in a movie. No, you can't. It's like uh, you know and you couldn't you couldn't just have Columbo like say that stuff. That right, really makes exactly. a whole lot of sense. So, uh, anyway. okay. Third, third review on this one. Also from Amazon. It says movie is better. I watched the movie and I hate books in every possible way. Blah, 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 blah. That's it. 
it literally says, Wait, literally says I, blah, I can, blah, like 12, 12 times. <laughs> You're going to have to repeat that one for me. What, what was it? I watched the movie, and I hate books every way possible. Blah, blah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, so they just don't like <laughs> they just don't like books. <laughs> Genius. Genius to review a book when you don't like books. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I don't know. Let's go with uh, Divergent. Nope. Nope. Okay, okay. This, this next one, remember, it's a one-star review. This was also for the comedy value, more or less. This review says, this book was amazing. A mix of wisdom, friendship, and epic. This book is by far the most exciting tale you will read. Uh, so are they being sarcastic? or? I, I, think just... they, I think they picked the wrong number of stars by accident. <laughs> okay, I was like, what? what? Hmm... The movie, the movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. See, I've still got a few contenders here. Let's go with, let's go with the the Lightning Thief. Nope. Okay. I've actually, I've actually got two more for this, and I guarantee you will get it by the end. Okay, good. <laughs> this next one is from Amazon. Also, it says um, and then so I like the theme and the words and the other stuff, and that it doesn't have any meaning. I mean, I read one, I read one paragraph. They in the library. And then they are in the dungeon. I have read this book a long time ago, three months. So if the places are wrong and stuff, but you get what I mean. Anyway, that's it. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> it says bye. <laughs> that's it. Bye. Um, the Golden Compass. No, that was actually a really good guess, though. I'd kind of forgotten that that was even a movie. Yep. Okay, so last one. Remember some of the details from that previous one because that's going to help you. Uh, okay. This this one says Gospel Junkie, not recommended. Oh, I'm sorry, Gospel Junkie is a person's name. Not recommended for children is the title. I don't recommend this for children because of the messages it gives. One that I have a problem with is on page 291. It says there is no good and evil. There's only power and those too weak to seek it. Oh, you've you've gone back to the HP well. Okay. Yep. Sweet. So we're talking about, uh, well, I guess it depends on if you're English or, or American, but I'm going to say The Sorcerer's Stone. I have honestly always liked uh, The Sorcerer's Stone as a title better. But, uh, than The Philosopher's no, no, Stone? No, I'm sorry. I'm lying. I, I like The Philosopher's Stone because yes. that's, the, that's the classic name for the object. Exactly. I think it's a much better title. <laughs> I guess people thought kids wouldn't know what that was. but I think I read that like they thought that American kids would find would think philosophy, and that's boring. And sorcerers are cool, so. Sure, sure. Also, if you've ever noticed, if you if you have an American copy of Harry Potter, they they stop doing this in later books, but they Americanize quite a few words like oh, yeah. mom instead of mum and stuff. Like they stopped doing that in the later books, but it was just like you could tell they were just like, well, kids aren't going to know what that is, so just change it. It's I like, like the, uh, just 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 leave it alone. It doesn't matter. I like this person's review where they're like, I don't like the kind of message this gives kids. It's like that is literally said by the bad guy to show mm -hmm. how bad he, and like not right he is. I don't right. Like you're 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 saying the most evil guy in the book is giving a message that's bad. Well, yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not like share with your friends. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, okay, Harry, join me, and together we will bring happiness to the entire wizarding community. Wait, aren't <laughs> you evil? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, I mean, if you mean if by wizarding community you mean purebloods, then yeah, that's, that's what true. he wanted to do. I guess that's true. 
Yeah. See, there's where the overt bigotry comes in from that exactly. other uh, review. So I forgot there was quite a bit of bigotry. Uh, we got two books left that I have prepared for, so let's Word. let's let's knock them out. This one says from J Score says it simple it simple disappointed on every level. For the life of me, I have no idea who paid the army of commenters to give it five stars. It starts out slow, but the setting and the writing was good enough to want me to see where the story went. However, it never goes anywhere. With multiple rambling storylines, a murder mystery element that is completely unsatisfying and poorly developed. And by the end, the dialogue between the main character and their love interest is so cringeworthy that it was almost painful to read. The book yet again proves two things. There is no longer editing in the publishing world, and some of the worst literature remains popular. Hmm. So I'm, the lover cringeworthy talk makes me think Name of the Wind, but I don't remember there being a murder mystery in that. No, I, I don't recall one either. So um, I guess it's that name of the wind. Uh, there's lovers and they're talking and it's cringeworthy. I'm going to say that you went back maybe to the Dresden Files well. And that's... There is dead. usually a murder mystery in those. Yeah. Is it Deadbeat? It is not. Okay. Second review. It says, seriously? No. I don't often quit a book, but as others have noticed, the main character is simply unbelievable. And to think that this is the first of a trilogy, I'd rather chew my arm off than continue with this. The first of a trilogy. Okay. Uh, Divergent. It is not. Okay. <laughs> the, this, the, the title of the third review is Full of Language and Sexual Innuendo. I, I hope that it's full of language if you're reading a book. I'm just saying. I'm throwing that out there for people. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, exactly. I think they mean coarse language. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, full of language and sexual innuendo. I read about 25% and stopped. Such a pity. People think that they need to add language and sex in order to sell. A well-written book with a good plot and characterization can sell itself without that. Plot was boring. Characterization wasn't developing. Granted, I only re read 25% of it. It may get better later on. Hmm, I forgot that there's actually like a murder mystery in Game of Thrones, so I'm going to say Game of Thrones. It is not Game of Thrones. Okay. Plenty of sex in that book, though, and language. No. So yeah, sex, language, there's a murder. Not the first of a trilogy, necessarily. Oh, duh, I forgot the trilogy part. Okay. Number four. Keep that in mind. Don't believe the reviews. I bought this book based on recommendations of another site and other positive reviews. I've given a one-star review once before and don't like doing so. However, this book is horrid. I only made it through about two and a half chapters before giving up, and I've trudged through some awful writing before. Don't believe the reviews. Read a sample before you buy. Okay. Hmm. Ah, this is a this is a tough one. I'm trying to think of other trilogies that I've read. Um, there's not lovers in the Dark Materials books. They're kids, right? They're kids, yeah. Um, and there's not a particularly a lot of language in it. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, and I don't remember there being a lot of language in it, but I'm going to say The Hunger Games? Not The Hunger Games. Uh, I don't. Th I also don't think there's really... There's a fake romance in that in the first yeah, book. Yeah, exactly. Not really a romance. All right. And I don't think there's a murder mystery, is there? They're killing each no, other. No, not purpose, really. So. Yeah, exactly. Everybody knows who, why people are dying. <laughs> That's why I, I'm really just shooting from the hip here. I, I have no idea. Last one. Great disappointment. What a disappointment. A total ripoff of Harry Potter, and I'm not a Harry Potter fan. If you are, you'll probably like it. Okay. So if it's a ripoff of Harry Potter, I'm going to go back to the Dresden Files, I guess, but that's a lot of books to choose from. <laughs> that is a lot of books. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, d -d 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 I, there's lovers. I mean, he's in love with Susan. 
What's uh? I'm gonna go blood rights. I don't know. It, no, 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 no. Okay. You're uh, you've gone the wrong direction from the beginning on this one. Okay. Well, give me some hints. What are we, what are we talking about? Pull out the murder mystery part, and maybe that'll uh, help you try to. Okay. So lovers, cringeworthy. It's a trilogy. Oh, I keep forgetting it's a trilogy. I said freaking. <laughs> uh, it's the first book in the trilogy. Yep. Um. No, we already did fellowship. Yep. Uh, oh, okay. Well. I, I said name of the wind and you you told me no. I didn't tell you no. I said I don't remember there being a murder mystery in that either. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, that definitely threw me off. Yeah. I I have to at least be able to trust in the reviewers to know <laughs> what they're talking about. I guess, but I guess I shouldn't. I mean, maybe they mean like when the Shandrian kill his parents and he's trying to figure out where they are or how to find them. That's the murder uh, yeah. mystery. I don't it's know. It's not really a mystery though. We know who killed him. We just gotta find him. Yeah, so I, I don't understand that either. But yeah, it, it was Name of the Wind. My bad. Man, that lover's cringeworthy, man. I would have had it in the first one. <laughs> in the first that, one, yep. For that mystery, <laughs> murder mystery crap. Uh, I thought I, I, I thought you would eventually come back to it. Like, well, I, I said, but I guess I'll try to guess no. this anyway. But no, we, we left that I, line. I completely, I just kept forgetting the word trilogy, and I completely just was like, nah, I can't be that. Okay, last one. Let's Let's, let's do this. Larry on Goodreads said the storyline was decent. However, this was the worst editing job I have ever witnessed. Toyota car in one paragraph with a, which a few paragraphs later is a Buick character is down on the ground at the top of one page on his feet in the middle of the page and back on the ground at the bottom of the same page with continuous reference of how he could not get up a Chrysler at the top of a page later in the book becomes a caddy. Just two paragraphs later, so many glaring errors that I will not even bother with this author needs to not insult intelligence of readers with their laziness and lack of editing. While the plot and storylines are three to four stars, the editing and lack of attention to detail destroyed this book for me. Do I dare to try and choke down another in the series? Mm. Indian in the cupboard? No, that would be funny, though. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm having a hard time thinking of cars changing a bunch. If this guy's really knows what he's talking about because it could be another murder mystery all over again <laughs> I, I i don't know for sure and maybe uh but anyway I, I don't know if the if the there are cars mentioned and those cars are mentioned in this book i just don't know if mm-hmm. there if there's actually a swap around like they're yeah okay, this, this, the second one i included because it's funny so the the person on goodreads leading this is named dr barrett dylan brown phd and it says fucking ew I cannot believe this guy gets published and I don't. I should try writing crap fantasy. <laughs> oh, wow. This guy's jelly. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's a man and it's modern urban fantasy. That leads me to think it's Dresden Files. So I remember a lot of car chases in Full Moon. So I'm going to say Full Moon. Reasonable guess? No. Okay. Dawn on Goodreads says, I found this book rather hard going, but I got through it. Not one of my favorite authors or series, which is surprising as I enjoy fantasy and crime. It seemed an ideal combination for me, but I just didn't get on with it. Hmm. Look, I got I got like three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got like nine Dresden file books <laughs> to choose from. Yep. Is it one of those books? 
I, t- I tell you what, just guess one because the next one, the next one is going to give it away. Okay. I'm going to say uh, Summer Night. No, not Summer Night. There, okay. there, there's probably cars in that one. No. Yeah, so probably. Saiyan on uh, on Goodreads says, I just did not like this one, so skip into eight. Oh, okay. Well, that helps. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. They didn't like Deadbeat? Man. They did not like Deadbeat, no. Deadbeat's, uh, Deadbeat's fun. Yeah, I love Deadbeat. Spoiler. Let me let me do this. If you ever read Deadbeat, spoiler. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna you, you know mute it for like five seconds starting now. He rides a T-Rex in that one. It's amazing. It is amazing. I agree. Yeah. So, how did you did you enjoy those? Oh yeah, that was fun. Uh, it'd be fun to to test Dak and Jamie with the same kind. Of I thing. know, right? With, the, with doing the same sort of thing, I thought maybe at some point we'll need another like filler for some reason and we'll play yeah. some some game like that. Yeah, that, that was that was good. I hope uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I had yeah. fun. So we don't have any new emails, no new reviews or anything this week. There's one more thing I wanted to bring up with you, just uh, while we're chatting about random stuff. So friend of mine was talking to me the other day, and he's like, so uh, he's talking about this podcast he listens to, where they found out that there's like all of these really old, like from the 40s or 30s or whatever, superheroes and villains that are now like in the public domain. And so they, ah. th- they made one called Microface, which is a guy with a microphone for a face into like their podcast mascot or whatever. And I was like, and I was like, do we need like a public domain superhero as our mascot? Was is that a thing that we need? And so I started, there's like a Wikipedia of public domain superheroes. And I started looking through there like, does one of these fit us? Probably not because none of them would. The, the closest I found was there was a lady called uh, her, her last name was Sanders. And I was like, oh, that's that's sort mm. of related to the title of our. Uh, so hold on, I got, There's I got not an avalanche guy. Or? I searched for that. There was not. Okay. Uh, her name is Spitfire Sanders and she fights Nazis. Spit, Spitfire Sanders. Hey, man, that's uh, interesting. I don't know if we need a mascot. I feel like. If we had a mascot, it would need to be something that like organically happened through yeah, the podcast, yeah. you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Like, like you know, the possum hunters could be our mascots. Like, uh, we, we're, we're official sponsors of possum hunters or something. We need, like, a logo for that possum hunting company. That's Yeah, and the t-shirt's waiting to happen, that. man. Well, once we have a logo, you know, it's just uh, everything falls into place. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like, ska possums possum sky oh my gosh so anyway thank you everybody for playing along with us having fun with us listening to us be crazy uh for a few episodes here hopefully next week we will be back to our normal we're gonna be reading elantris chapters seven eight and nine three more chapters of elantris hopefully everyone remembers what happened in the previous ones uh if they need to reread i guess it's not that long a read so uh maybe it'll be okay music by miracle of sound and wasn't to the time of next. Golo? Never be better than Commander Shepard. Assuming control. read like a weird fan fiction once where it was like harry potter get like dumbledore takes him to live with and be raised by harry dresden (laughs) that's weird
Yeah. And so he grows up and, like, you know, shoots his problems and stuff instead of uh, magicking things. <laughs> shoots his problems. Give me that gun. <laughs>